You can hear me for miles and miles and miles and miles. Nine Mile Studios, beautiful Afton, Missouri. Welcome to the right lane. Today we welcome from Project Deliverance and personal trainer to the stars. My bad. Hey, sorry for the wait, my nigga. Weezy style. Say goodbye to the old guy. Back cause I'm too fly to ever fall off. King of my city, still running with the gritty. Looking for the crown, tell them bitches come get it. Um, hey, uh, by the way, we got some fan mail. Nice. Uh, Silent Dave, uh, you're not aware of this. I did bring this to Danny's attention already. Um, we got some fan mail from uh, Michael Robinson of Baldwin, Missouri. Uh, he said, hey, guys, love the show. Thought your toilet paper debate was interesting, so I looked it up. Business Insider did a story on this. The patent was established in 1891, September 15th, by Seth Wheeler, and it specifically says to roll forward. Uh, Lane, your girlfriend is playing a cruel joke on you. Hope this helps. Thanks. If if you're still doing anything that was established in 18, whatever the fuck it was, and it's unchanged, it's probably inaccurate and wrong. Matt Owen is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, well, thank thanks you, thanks for being here, Matt. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, you sure don't look like you came to the gym, but I know you did. Yeah, yeah. I came straight from the gym today. I'm just like a sweaty pig when I leave the gym. How come <laughs> well, you seem to have figured I wasn't, it out? I wasn't training. I was training other people today. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to get that workout in later, though. Uh, thanks for being here. Sure, man. Uh, Happy to be here. Danny, Danny Wright. How's it going, Very nice man? to meet you, sir. Yep. Thank you for coming out. Silent Dave. All right. <laughs> Stand by Steve. What's Super up, fan, Steve. Uh, so uh, just in case anybody uh, didn't know, Matt Owen is uh, the owner of Project Deliverance, uh, personal training gym in uh, St. Louis City. Uh, it's a fabulous gym. Um, you've had some uh, some pretty pretty. Uh, interesting people come through there some oh yeah yeah notable people yep. come through there absolutely uh sean woodson's one of my favorites yep yeah yeah you know, he had a he had a big weekend and you know really saw all of his hard work pay off so yeah yeah you know it's it's really good to have him on and have him you know he's been training with me for i'd say three years about three and a half years and you know really see the culmination of all his work come and you know, get that guy out of there in that, that first round. So, uh, and Saturday was directly related to you. Well, yeah, I mean, I play a, a part in that, but you know, he trains at you know, Wolves End Training Center and he's been boxing since he was eight years old. So, we don't know. have to talk about all them people, we just right. talk about how great you are. <laughs> what the uh, the strength and conditioning definitely plays a pretty heavy component, but you know, it's not the sole. I, I do think thing, though that so. he, he looked uh, he, he did look a little bigger and more toned. Yeah, we fight than in previous fights. Yeah, yeah, we spent a lot of time this past camp really getting him, uh, getting him strong, building, building a little bit more lean muscle. Um, I believe it made his weight cut a little bit tougher than it's been in the past, but I think it paid off when it came to him throwing those body shots. <laughs> yeah, he so. got him out there. He got him out there pretty quick. Yep, yep. Um, uh, so that um, his opponent 
uh, Colin Colin Anglin. Anglin. Yep. Uh, do you do you kind of wish he would have attempted more takedowns? Um, uh, get get all that hard work from the ATP. Yeah, I mean, showing you know, Sean's been stage. Sean's been working on uh, you know getting on his back, and he's been working on all kinds of crazy different submissions from that position. And it, it would have been cool to see him kind of show some of that work that he's been putting in. But you know, maybe next fight we'll see. Maybe maybe he just didn't think he would have been able to get past the reach to try it. I mean, because yeah. obviously he wasn't doing anything on the feet against. Right. Him, yeah, he tried when, for a couple of takedowns, and yeah, he he pressed him on the fence one time, like pinned him up against the fence, and Sean said, right when I locked up with him, I knew he wasn't taking me down. He wasn't <laughs> strong enough, so he said, I knew right away. <laughs> so, so Sean Woodson's already back in the gym. Yeah, he was there yesterday. Uh, took today off. He's like, hey man, I want to get some more sleep, and I was like, yeah, dude, totally deserved. You know, take take the day. Oh, <laughs> do your do your thing. So, um, um. Yeah, so February probably his next fight. Yeah, think. he uh, he called out uh, Melsic Bagdazarian today. I don't know if you've been on his social media yet today. I checked him out after and he said his name. Um, yeah. yeah he he wants him for March, so okay. gives us plenty okay. of time to get ready. So that's a that is a that guy is a savage savage striker. So that would be one heck of a matchup for sure. Um, so uh, Michael Johnson is another uh, name yep, yep. that uh, that we all like <laughs> here that's come through there. Um. Yeah. Uh. Last time you saw him, that was kind of recently too. <laughs> yeah. I would say back in late July, early August, he's back down in, um, I believe Miami training at uh, Sanford right now, getting ready to get back into it. But when he's at home, you know, he comes in and we we get some of his, you know, we handle his strength when he's at home. So. Is is your training with Sean Woodson because you've been working with him for so long so specific to Sean Woodson? It doesn't look like the same training for Michael Johnson. Yeah. Um. Basically, when I uh. When I program for Sean, it's going to be directed around like Sean has a very specific set of needs that he needs for the gym. And Michael, you know, he's got he's got another set of needs, mainly because Michael's got a lot more miles on him. And, you know, he's had a long career. So we got we do a little bit more, um, I would say, recovery type work just to keep him from, you know, just to keep him moving really good. Sean, he, you know, he's got to get stronger. He got, he's got to continue to get stronger. So we end up doing a lot more strength work and power work and speed for him, like that raw development that we're trying to do so he can compete with these guys that are top 10. Um, did, uh, did Sean have any, uh, anything interesting to say about the buffets out there? I don't, I don't uh, think he went Vegas. to any, I think he, no? yeah, he just got, he didn't he, treat himself to the buffet. He just went and got pizza. He's a really strict, yeah. uh, healthy yeah. lifestyle kind of guy, right? Yeah. He's, you know, if you if any of you guys follow him, he's super regimented. He, uh, wakes up in the morning. He has the same thing eggs in his, he's got this oatmeal that he makes. Okay. And he's like, this is my oatmeal. He talks about his 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 oatmeal. He likes Sean it a certain Woodson way. brand oatmeal. Yeah, I, I'm right. telling you, if there's some company out there that wants to make like his that that kind of oatmeal, you know, he's like, this is my oatmeal, and I this is the only type of oatmeal that I like. Steel cup, maybe. <laughs> yep. Right. So I mean, he puts chocolate in there, uh, nuts, craisins. He mixes it all together, and then he he has a couple of eggs with that, with like some some turmeric on that. So, um. Uh, so uh, you're wearing the Jim Jones shirt. Yep. yep. Uh, uh, Matt Owen is uh, the director of production at Jim Jones. Director of uh, programming. So programming. I, so, so I handle all the, you know, most of the writing of programs and stuff like that. I oversee a lot of our uh, online training as well. So uh, tell me about Jim Jones. So Jim Jones, um, based out in Salt Lake City, they've been around um, 
I would say since the, the mid two thousands that were originally a CrossFit affiliate. Um, what, by the time that I started come around around 2007, 2008, they were, they had gotten away from CrossFit. They had trained the actors for the movie 300, uh, right before that they, uh, were getting into some more movie training type stuff, done a lot of work with military personnel, tier one assets and stuff like that. So, um, uh, by the time that I came around, we were really, we were getting to the point where they were starting to certify more, more trainers. I was the first certified trainer outside of that gym. Uh, you know, I was mainly a college student that came in and just wanted to learn from them. I was getting ready to ask you cause you said yeah. 2007, 2008, but you don't, yeah. you don't look old at all. I was, I was about 18 years old right when on. I started working with them and I'll be, I'll be 35 next year. So I've been, I've been around them for a while. So, um, Mainly, they're they're known for their their work with uh, military groups. What we've done in the past with movie production and stuff, and just um, you know that like higher level strength and conditioning stuff. So, uh, so did did you work with the crew of three hundred? I did not. I was I was a senior in high school. So okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I, before, I remember the feeling like a while. That back. was before my my time. But you but, have worked with other. Uh... Yeah, the the. People that I've seen, I've been, I had been in the gym space when some of these people have come through um, over the years. So that have, you know, Henry Cavill, who played Superman, came through at one point when I was out there training. Uh, we've kind of gotten away from the movie training as a whole over the, the past few years. That's a whole another long story that has some drama woven in and like stuff contractual like kind of weird stuff. Yeah, more. but it, it involves a lot of relationship stuff that you know oh, i don't really want to get into huh? yeah well just just like <laughs> the change of ownership in the gym oh, and okay. those there's, kinds of relationships. there's some legal stuff that you know that was involved with that and uh you know if we end up going that route again in the the future i mean i'd be all for it but you know i'm, right. I'm perfectly happy you know doing what i'm doing and teaching seminars for them and are you the are the you the only here. jim jones representative in this area in this or? area we got one that's in uh bloomington illinois curtis frazier runs a gym called uh element 26 out there so he's a he's a heck of a trainer as well f uh former army ranger and he's a he heck of a good guy so uh just uh just to kind of like paint a picture for <laughs> for people so jim jones is like just top-notch <laughs> uh fitness they do yep. seminars all that stuff yep. how does it stack up against planet fitness oh man it's not even <laughs> <laughs> you can't there, there is no comparison it's so, a so it's there's a no whole, free pizza on friday no 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 it's a whole different it's you don't have it, to, a bowl I mean, of tootsie rolls right at the front i mean honestly the gym looks a lot like like mine does it's mine is modeled after their place. So if you right. were to go out to Salt Lake City and walk in their door, you'd be like, "Oh, this this feels like 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 Matt's gym." I love high ceilings like, in a gym. Yeah, man. it feels a lot like out at uh, Project Deliverance. It feels very very similar. So, yeah. is it, you went to school for this, or is this? Yeah, a yeah, I went to uh, Linenwood. I ran track. I played football there. Um, uh, studied exercise science in undergrad, and then uh, studied uh, kinesiology for my. My master's degree. Um, why is it called Project Deliverance? So that's kind of a that's a that's rooted in Jim Jones history as well. So when when we first discovered Jim Jones, my uh, it was my myself and some other friends. Uh, we were looking to train to stay in shape for college sports over the summer, and then 300 had come out. We actually found Jim Jones because of the movie, and we we're like. Uh, we were looking into how the actors got to look the way that they did. So we stumbled across the Jim Jones website and there was, uh, it was really 
very closed back then. You had to apply to train there and it had all these cryptic warnings on the website. Like if you, if you steal our material, we're going to, we're going to settle this out of court and in the street. Holy shit. Yeah, it was like you had to send them an email and they're like, if, if you send us a, a, a stupid email, we're not even going to read it. We're just going to delete it. So there was one doorway to get in there to apply and the page was called Deliverance. So we took that and then we took Project Mayhem from Fight Club because Jim Jones is rooted in Fight Club. So we took the Project Mayhem and then that deal and put it, oh, nice. put it together. So really, when we first started the gym, we were trying to get ready for college sports. But, you know, one of our goals was to go train there. So and it was super closed off and super um well and, most you know, most Mormon uh related places are, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean even <laughs> it's if, not Mormon. No, right? yeah, I'm no, kidding. no, no. Salt Lake City, sorry. Yeah, sorry but you know, just that that population out there. But uh yeah, you know, that's kind of the history behind the name and we we toyed with the idea of changing it over the years, but we're like, no, nah, let's keep it. You know, it's it's, it's kind of cool. Let's keep it. So, so you um you have a degree from Lindenwood University. <laughs> yep. Which is what? So, um, kinesiology, which is basically movement science. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was a word. <laughs> yeah. Kinesiology. Kinesiology. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that's, uh, and is there like a separate, like personal training degree or something so like that? The exercise science, which is, you know, they say that it's kinesiology. Kinesiology is, that's like kind of a, what I view as a higher level. The exercise science degree encompasses like kinesiology is a class. So, and then you've got exercise testing and prescription, nutrition, um, you, you know, it's very, um, bio heavy. So your, your prereqs are, um, biology, chemistry, physics, anatomy, and phys. So it was a really heavy science kind of degree. Did you, so, so you're obviously very educated in that subject. <laughs> yep. Did you learn anything different when you got to Jim Jones? Yeah. So what I, you know, I've told people this before and I tell students this all the time. I got a, a really good knowledge base in terms of how to train people and how the body works from like, uh, a system standpoint, like down in the weeds, like, you know, it comes down to, you know, the science of how muscles move and uh, chemical mediators and how nerves work and how your like cardiorespiratory system works. When I went to Jim Jones, they really gave me the hands on, okay, take this and now you need to apply it. So how does this apply to someone who's trying to lose weight? So, and then they really taught me the, the practical knowledge and I kind of took that and have made it my own. And then I've studied stuff that uh, Westside Barbell has done. Uh, there's some MMA strength coaches that are rooted really heavily in that, that I really kind of look up to and, and follow. And I'm always kind of looking at what they're doing. Okay. Maybe I can take a, a little bit from this guy, a little bit from this guy and then incorporate it into my own system. So, so, you know, a little bit more than my four hour online class from Saturday. <laughs> I, I would hope so. <laughs> that, that's, that's some, that's some intense, I would hope so. that's some intense learning and studying yeah. on the body. I um I, I I recognized it right away that that your gym is not a nor at all anything like anything I've ever seen. Right, and I right. used did, to think that I knew what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. How did yeah. you get hooked? How did you find out about? Uh, through a friend, just uh, word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and that's how we pull almost everybody in. I don't advertise. I don't want people that. I don't. I don't want people just coming in. Hey, I just want to. You know, I just want to lose a bunch of weight. I want. I want people to refer people. Hey, you need to go see Matt. So kind of thing. And that's, that's how we've grown. The, so. uh, the, the, the kinds of workouts that you will, uh, um, write up, mm -hmm. uh, for, 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 for me, for instance, but I, yep. I, I they, they all kind of, they're all very complicated and mm -hmm. complex. Yep. Um, so are they, so are they real specific? Like, um, um, 
I guess everybody comes in and tells you what what their goals sure, are, right? And, and you kind of work with that, right? Okay. Um, yeah, and you, you know, if your if your goal is to to lose weight, the workouts are going to look a certain way. If you're trying to compete in a powerlifting meet, like I got some young kids that want to do that, that's going to look a certain way. So it's going to be totally different. But we're going to use some of the the same core uh, principles and some of the the same components of training between those two. So. You know, even a, a, a weight loss client is going to, they're going to lift and they're going to do deadlifts and they're going to squat, but it's going to be a different, a different intensity, a different volume, a different variation for them than a guy trying to stick real close to those, those lifts. I don't want to go off too much into any particular one thing, but like, uh, obviously you said deadlift, mm -hmm. uh, the kind of the, the media or the, the noise that I've heard recently yep. is that a lot of people are not, they're going away from deadlifting, the risk reward. Uh, right. Right. And really that in in my opinion, that comes from people not knowing how to teach it. Right. Like I know how to teach it. And really back in the, back in the, you know, a hundred years ago, they used to call it the health lift. So you would do that to improve your vitality. Right. And you know, I still maintain that a hundred years ago here in St. Louis, people were doing stuff harder than we're doing it now. Like we've kind of gone soft. If you look at like the way the guys trained back around the time that the 1904 world games were here when they had weightlifting and stuff and all these these odd lifts that you don't see anymore those guys were they weren't lifting a ton of weight but they were working really hard and their our, our nutrition and knowledge is on a whole new level but i i feel like people's work ethic back then was tougher and we're like oh you know we got to get away from this and it's largely because people don't understand it and they don't know how to do it properly and then they blow their back out right it's like oh you know now i've done my back i'm, I'm not gonna touch that anymore so but, I, I had an experience like but, that a little bit. <laughs> but for people like like Sean in this last camp, we did a ton of deadlift. Like we deadlifted, I mean, twice a week, you know, with various variations and uh, with different kind of resistance and different speeds. But that played a huge role in him and that that dude being like getting a hold of him and being like, no, this ain't going to work. I can't I can't take him down. He's too strong. So so like so. your your average um, like guy who goes to, the you know, club fitness or planet <laughs> fitness. Um, everybody wants to work out to muscle failure all the time. Yeah. And I noticed that in your gym, I'm not always working towards right. muscle failure. Now, which, if you, now, if, if you came in and we're like, I want to get huge, we're going to train to failure. Okay. We're going to go. We're oh, gonna, okay. So yeah. that was goal specific. Yeah. Because I told you yep. I didn't want to get huge. Yep. yep. Okay. Cool. So yeah, if you came in and was, was like, I want to gain 20 pounds of muscle. I'm like, great. We're going to do bench to failure at 135. And then we're going to do pull-ups to failure. And then we're going to rest to full recovery. And we're going to do it five times. Oh, okay. And we're going to start with that, you know? All right, all right. And you will get, if you do that, you will get a pump like you've never, like your whole upper body will be blown up. Okay, great. So, yeah, that's one one way to do it. So, yeah, I, I think one I way. asked you, uh, I think I told you that I wanted to work on, uh, you know, like just explosive ability and yep. not, you know, yep. that kind of stuff. So. Right. Oh, nice. Um. So, uh have you been kicked off the Lutheran South football team yet? <laughs> no, I have not been kicked off yet. <laughs> but you know, we're uh, we had we had kind of a just one of those years, man. We just uh, I think we were three and were we three and eight or something like that. You know, we you know went out in the first round of the playoffs. We just you know we got to we got to find a way to get better. We got to we got to lift more in the off season. That already happened. Yeah, we're done. We're, oh, yeah, okay. we got knocked out week one. But you look, uh, you look very sad. Yeah, it just you, you know, guys looked good at the beginning of the year. You though. just you just put a lot of work in, and you know things. I mean, it's just uh, basically where we're at right now. We need to be establishing feeder teams that that feed into the school. Well, so aren't, like aren't you teams. guys the feeder team for Lutheran North? 
So, ah, <laughs> oh, man, that's a whole different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a whole different thing. Well, so, as long as you guys beat Afton, right? You guys yeah, are happy? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can speak for our our head coach as well. We don't just want to, you know, beat a couple teams that we we should beat or rivalry schools. We want to be competitive in our conference, and that's really the issue right now. Is we got to get competitive within our conference. So, and you know, just work and you know putting in more time in the off season and getting more kids involved in the sport at the school uh i can it's tough these days i can remember after we played windsor and a bunch of kids stormed the field because we won on we it was fourth and goal with five seconds to play and we we scored a touchdown and won by one point there right before playoffs and a bunch of kids took the field and there were some huge kids i'm like why are you not playing (laughs) oh i'm I'm saving myself for basketball i'm like are you kidding me like get in shape now you know and contribute they're definitely soft these days yeah it's just i mean i don't want to like i don't want to throw shade at my the the kids or anything but as a whole like they're just not they're not built like we were. I'll, I'll do it for you. They're okay. Soft. Yeah, They're yeah, soft. yeah. They are, and I can remember telling them after a couple of games, and our head coach, you know, you we are a soft bunch. Yeah, and I remember him telling them that you are. We are. A, we don't want to hit. We don't want to tackle. Well, we don't want to block. Uh, sports, you got to so, have that dog in you. Yeah, and you know, football, you got to have a pair. Yeah, like, you have yeah. to have a pair to play that game, and it's it is a tough game, and you've you know you can't just be out there. You know, just happy to be wearing the jersey and playing varsity. You got to want to get out there and draw blood. You know, this this has come up a few times uh, us on the show. Um, CTE, yeah. Which even after being educated in it, wouldn't deter me from playing if I right. was young, or even from putting my kids in there. Whatever, yep. it's a personal decision for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but now that uh, we're all kind of like a little bit more enlightened about it, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any thoughts about it now? So a lot of the research that I've done indicates that um, really it, the the hits that cause that, you know, the repetitive hits that cause that don't really start to add up until you get to college and beyond. So that's why we see all these pro players, you know, like Aaron Hernandez, for example, who had you know, horror, you know, and really you, you can't pick it up until they're dead. You do an autopsy on their brain. You can't diagnose someone while they're alive. You got to wait till they die and then do an autopsy and be like, oh yeah, he had CTE. Do you think there's a correlation between lifestyle and the, 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 the effect of CTE? Like, um, uh, like say Aaron for Hernandez, for example, yeah, yeah. he's, he's drinking, he's smoking, yeah. he's doing whatever on yeah. the side. Do you think that that exacerbates the, the effects of it? Yeah, I, I feel like he, um, man, I, I mean, I feel like it does affect your decision making and that can contribute, yeah, to some poor lifestyle choices for sure. So just, you know, the way that the CTE, like it's a degenerative thing. So the longer it goes, the worse it gets. So I'm even specific, specifically talking about uh, a football player doesn't drink, doesn't do anything else. He doesn't enjoy Friday and Saturday night. He lives and breathes football yeah. versus a guy who he's partying any chance he gets and stuff. Right. Um, Even before the head injuries or whatever, do you think that that makes it worse? I'm not sure if that per se makes it worse. I feel like um, some people are more predisposed to the CTE just by the way that they're like the, the geometry of their, their skull. All of us have kind of skulls are shaped a little bit differently. Kind of just how, how their brains are predisposed. I feel like some people have a higher resistance to it. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure if that per se has a, has a determining factor. It's more of like, 
uh, how your body handles that can get repeated concussive right. force. So, I, I was hoping that you would yeah. agree with me, but I mean, I mean, your, your answer is I mean, based maybe, way more in fact than mine is. I mean, it could be. It's a good question. I mean, it could it because could very that, well that be, all yeah. that that stuff obviously affects your brain. I'm always yeah. just trying. So to So if you a, mix the two, yeah. maybe it makes a CT. I'm always just trying to find a way not to be a bitch. Yeah, like yeah, my my kids, everybody. I'm like just you're, stop yeah, being you're soft. you're convincing yeah. them football's not bad as long as you don't get hammered all the time <laughs> yeah which is like which is like the best path you can put them on play football right. don't do drugs i mean really having a uh, healthier lifestyle is going to contribute to you having a longer career and being healthier longer because i mean there's nothing really good about about living that way from a durability standpoint so your your body's going to have a higher rate of uh inflammation from all that kind of stuff so but if you're if you're healthier and your body's able to recover better after each each incident then yeah i would say you're probably going to be a little bit more resistant to it if you think about it that way so um so uh in uh athletic different athletic fields you know there we 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 have uh like mount rushmore's of greatness you know yep. tom brady yep. Yep. uh in uh, his field royce gracie you know mm -hmm. arnold schwarzenegger all completely different fields yep is there like a mount rushmore of personal trainers yeah, I would say um, um, I wouldn't say personal trainers. I would say strength coaches. Okay. So um, in the UFC, Phil Phil Daru, who's a really good. I mean, that's a guy that I I love watching. He trains Dustin Poirier, and he's got some other celebrity clients that he works with that are not mixed martial artists. But um, yeah, that's a, that's a guy that I really look up look, look up to. Uh, Louis Simmons, who owns Westside Barbell, another one who's like uh, that guy's a great like he is his brain works so fast his mouth can hardly keep up yeah and he's toward the he's getting toward the end of his his life and career so anything that he puts out you got to kind of pay attention to that guy has done it all um but yeah there's some definite coaches out there that are you know kind of that mount rushmore like you're talking about um uh, hey so uh hey i'm gonna i'm gonna do a kind of like a rapid fire thing sure uh, for with you and Danny. Okay. Okay. So so I'll I'll read off just like uh, either one word or just like a little statement. Okay. And then just tell me what you, I'll, I'll either ask you just whatever you think about it. Okay. It can be short. It can be long. If you have a lot of thoughts on it, doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Sure. And then uh, I'll do the same thing with okay. him. Okay. Uh, and just just so everybody knows, uh, Matt Owen, uh, you grew up in Afton, right? I grew up in Oakville. Actually. Oh, Oakville. Yeah. Okay. Oaktown. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> That's where uh, I currently live. Guys. All right. Yep. Cool. Um. Let's see, uh, Danny, or no, uh, Matt, uh, P90X, thoughts? Good uh, good program for people who are untrained. You know, nice. if you have no no background, pretty good. You can get in pretty good shape doing P90X. Oh, I've seen some good results. Yeah, I mean, that. that's a good starting point, but, um, you know, what do you do after day, day 90? Yeah. You know, so, uh, Danny? <laughs> you rewind the tape is what you do after day 90. <laughs> you just start it over. You just start over in day one. Uh, <laughs> rewind the tape. You're showing your age there. These kids don't know what that means. Oh, that, that's my answer because <clears throat> it's too intense for me. Uh, intermittent fasting. Great tool for weight loss for men. Oh, like not for women because there's too too many hormones at play. Oh, and so I've had some girls do it and it has messed them up like really? bad, especially, you know, when that time of the month comes around, it, it is hard on them. They can't do it. So I've had a, a couple of girls that do OK with it. But as a as a whole, they have a hard time with it. But we tolerate it really well. Right. Should be cycled two weeks off one or two weeks on one week off to keep your body from 
uh, I should have been talking to you the whole time. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Everybody well, reach out to Matt this. Owen. Go to Project <laughs> Deliverance for all the right answers. Uh, Danny? I'm supposed to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you first on, no, on those ones. I'm supposed to follow. <laughs> this guy breaks it down to an exact <laughs> yeah. science. And then you're like, hey, Danny, what do you got to say about Come it? Come on, Danny. Let's go. I, I'm gonna, that's what I was thinking, I'm just, I've never he, seen you he, not he, have an answer for He stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going that way. Women don't do it. Silent Dave thoughts. <laughs> all right, um, all right uh, Danny. Cold plunge. Oh I, yes, once a year, twice a year. Why not? Yeah, it makes everybody laugh. You have a good time. No. <laughs> uh, as as an effective kind of uh, uh, tool, it, it, it helps for, the body. It helps the body recover really really well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really good anti-inflammatory. Uh, has a tonic effect that. It, after you cool your body down, it has to rewarm, yeah. and that burns calories. So if you, if weight loss is your goal and you're all beat up from training, that's a great recovery tool. Does it do something for, to your to your mind, like to 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 put yourself in a uh, that that place of discomfort? Doesn't it doesn't it have an effect on you? Yeah, and that's way? that's something that that you almost have to learn, and you need that you need consistent stimulus to really train it because we we say at the gym your mind is very similar to a muscle in your body so if you go a while without doing those cold plunges and then all of a sudden you're getting you're doing it again you're like oh man this is way colder than i remember because you just haven't had that stimulus in a while but that's another good way to train your body to endure stuff like that have you seen joe rogan do the the that mixed with the hot box that he does too i, ha- I haven't oh yeah that's where but in- that contrast we talk about that that contrast therapy and um going from hot tub to cold plunge and back and forth. And what that does is that creates almost this pumping action in your body. Cause you get in the warm pool and everything opens up your, your, your blood vessels dilate and then you get in the, the cold and it slams shut and it constricts. And then you sit and then you go back to the warm for your three dick's minutes getting smaller. Uh, but that, exact, well, that's exactly what's happening <laughs> inside your body. And what that's doing is it's, it's flushing toxins in and out of your, of your, of your muscles and forcing good blood in and then, and then flushing stuff out. Yeah. Flushing the Joe Rogan out. looks insane when he does yeah. it. Like he does the cameras all up here yep. and stuff. And he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's all bug eyed and he, he, he looks insane. He, he's always bug eyed. <laughs> <laughs> He's got he's got that swollen drunk head like Dana White. Yes, he does. Too. Big old that, big old head and yep. the vein that's popping out all the way down. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Danny, uh, I'm I'm sorry. So now I'm supposed to go before him and, know, and just look yeah, stupid. You go, you right. go ahead. You go and, ahead. And, and just look stupid with my answer. I got it. No worries. I got you. Well, here I'll ask Matt first, okay, and then, yeah. then you can just agree with him. How about that? <laughs> uh, Matt, carnivore diet. Speaking of Joe Rogan, yeah, I don't know a ton about it i haven't done a whole lot of of research but um yeah that that sounds like a just only meat right i i know some guys that have done it and have been really successful with it oh really so um firsthand uh you've met you've met people yeah i've had a couple guys at the the gym that have done carnivore for six months or so and they've seen some pretty good results with it um and i heard the first three weeks is pretty messy yeah you know what i mean yeah I don't know because you're getting that change in your like nitrogen balance. I know there's, you know, that's something that needs to be regulated within your body and just, just doing, I mean, that's, that's something that I probably need to do some more, some more research on. I don't know a whole, whole lot about it, but I've known guys that have done it well. So. All right, Danny, I'm going to chime in on this one because I know a lot about it. There you go. Let's do it. (laughs) No, it it just seems like a really short term uh, regain on the investment. Like you're not, you can't do that. Six months seems like an incredible amount of time to be, to do a carnivore diet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt jogging. 
Um, useful for people that are untrained. Um, I prefer to just go on like a, a longer hike cause it's easier on my joints. I feel like people, when they jog, they get lazy and then it beats up your, your, your low back and beats your ankles and your, and your hips up. Um, I would say, okay. But I mean, if you're going to run, you need to go run, not just kind of bounce yeah. and get that force that pounding on your hips and, and your back. You're you, like the Jordan Peterson of fitness. Like <laughs> I, I, like I thought that I just couldn't articulate it the way that you do. All right, Danny, I'm not jogging. That right. shit sucks. Gotcha. Uh, I was going to ask about planet fitness. I think we already know what you're going to yeah, say yeah, about that. Uh, uh, vegans. Um, I actually, a really good friend of mine who's the drummer for fallout boy is a vegan and he, you know, he's been, you know, some people do it for, for moral reasons or whatever, but, uh, he's done very well with, with, with that lifestyle and his training. So, I mean, I would say if, if that's your choice, great, you know, there's a way to make it work. It's tough to get enough protein. Uh, you got to get all that plant-based stuff in and beans and all that stuff, but you know, it can be done. Danny, that's a hard pass. And I bet you, t- I bet he tells everybody too. I mean, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> um, Tabata versus hit. So define hit, though, just like circuit. Uh, There's like a couple uh, just, different. I, I guess of it. I guess it would be like like hard like timed intervals. I guess uh, okay, uh, one minute on, thirty off. I I, so I don't know. I've I don't know a, if there's like a specific for it. So um, yeah, I guess it would have to be defined to so, compare them. Tabata, he's an actual like guy over in Japan that came up with that 2010 structure. So 20 second sprint, 10 seconds rest, eight rounds. Um, yeah, there it is on the TV. Uh, yeah, you can run it. So, you know, eight by 2010, that's uh, two minutes. So 20 seconds hard, like hard, 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 eight seconds off, or sorry, 10 seconds off, uh, eight total blocks, rest two minutes. I would say four sets of that. And that is a brutal, what, brutal thing. What uh, what kind of client would you suggest that type of workout? To? I've had people. With what kind of goal? I've had uh, ba- basically anyone who's looking. So like, let's take the the bike for example, the fan bike that we've got at the gym. We we do stuff like this for our our fighters to really achieve that deep conditioning, that lactate threshold. So you're trying to build the acidity of the the blood and, and increasing the athlete. Danny was just going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> increasing the athlete's um, acid tolerance. So you know, is if you're in the fight and you're throwing, you're throwing, you're throwing, you're building that acidity, you're raising your tolerance. You can keep doing that longer. So really achieving that that deep conditioning. And I would say hit like how you you were defining it those longer intervals. Yeah. That's just a different a different heart rate zone. So okay. you know maybe more around seventy five to eighty five percent, whereas Tabata would be like eighty five to a hundred percent max heart rate. Oh, so wow. different zones. You're training different zones there with different goals. So Danny, your enthusiasm and uh, love for what you do shows. I mean, it, it <laughs> thank really, you, man. It really, it you. really does. Uh, thank you. I recommend everyone should go to you. you. Thank you. You have far more knowledge and and real, real world practicality actually you, using man. it than anybody Thank I've you. ever met, dude. Very Appreciate impressive. It. That, that's my answer, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Uh, Hodax. Chicken. Lo- great. 
Awesome. Right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who would say no, you know. I retract my last statement that I said about Matt. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. No? It's, it's no? fish bread chicken. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. you you it's well, not you bad. Didn't realize that that uh I'm I love I love Hodax just because, you know, yeah. I mean, I grew up here and, sure. and I can eat that shit, but yeah. uh some people like to be critical of it. Okay. I think people are just giving it a hard time. Okay. Um all right. Uh John Goodman's best role, what would you say? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Yeah, he's got some good ones. Oh, man. What's that one movie? The Big Lebowski? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I think that's one of his better ones. Right it is. There. It is. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a great one. That's King, really King Ralph. King Ralph. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, the Island Boys. Man, so, okay. <laughs> a couple of my regional fighters. So, Danny Moriarty comes to the gym. He's like, he's like, man, you got it. You got to look at you. He's a, he goes, you're going to love these guys. And he pulls this up on his phone. And I like looked at it. I was sitting there uh, training one of my girls. And I came over and sat down on a, a box for a second to like look at my phone. And he puts this in front of my face. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, look at these two clowns, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just not for me. <laughs> you know. Uh, they'll, how long do you think they'll live, uh, Danny? I'm an island boy. I'm an island boy. <laughs> uh, Holly Holm and Michelle Watterson did a... Yes, I've seen them. Do they crack me up? <laughs> the, I absolutely, I laugh. Every time I hear it, I see it. People's reaction to it and stuff, because it, it's like mad. They're like, holy fuck. Yeah. You're the one that made me... I discovered it on the show. And then I went home and I looked at it, and it's just, it's like watching a... Man, it's so yeah. I, I was bad. like, I was like, what did I just watch? That's what I said to him, I was like, what did you just show yes, me? Yes, it is, it is definitely like that. But I'm an island boy. Uh, cybergs. I haven't been there in a number of years. Yeah. Tell you the truth, probably ten years. I just, you know, we were there for a wedding years ago, and I don't know if I've ever been there since. Um, I like their sauce. Yeah, you know, they got good. They got really good wing sauce. You know. Uh, the next time you're thinking about going to Hodex, stop and go to Cybergs. Just go to Cybergs. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, only in Lime on Facebook. You familiar with? I that? don't know if I I follow that. Oh, okay. So sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. He's, he's an upstanding gentleman. Yeah. He's, sorry. I just don't know the community. <laughs> uh, Ted Drews. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Cla classic St. Louis. Yes, man. You I know. love Matt. Classic St. Louis, man. I think it's great too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is awesome. I'm going to agree with our guest here. Every every time, every time I drive by, there's a line out to out to Chippewa. Yeah, every time. You know. uh Christmas trees, uh, real Christmas tree, fake Christmas tree, no Christmas tree. No, I'm going to go with real. But we've got you know, and that if you ask my wife, we've got a a, a fake one. Yeah, <laughs> when we always we we we've had this debate before, and you know, we've watched The Office, and Michael's like. You know, Michael Scott's like, here's, you know, this is a, a, a fake tree that will never die. Like the spirit of Christmas, he says, that, that will live forever. That's all. Danny. I would imagine Matt runs out there and pulls it out the roots, tree all the way out that's, the roots. That's the only way to, this, is, this is our tree. Doesn't, doesn't everyone do that? Uh, uh, last one. Okay. Uh, the Camaro ZL1. Versus the Shelby GT500. Oh, man. Here we oh, go. Classic. Versus the Charger Hellcat. Exactly. Classic, Matt. There's a lot of videos about... There's a lot of videos about this on uh, YouTube. Now, so, the the my car that's parked out front is designed for uh, track circuit. So, tell, to go ahead and tell everybody what, what, what you drove. Oh, I got this. I got uh, a 
2013 Camaro ZL1 parked out front. Um, uh, I bought that car, that specific car. I, I traded for that car almost four years ago. So this coming December will be four years. And um, you remember the date and everything. I do. I do. I remember driving it back, man. Right you know, that thing looks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. There's so that's a that right there on the screen. That's a that's a 2017, but or 20, 2016 or whatever. But uh, yeah, I can remember when that car came out back when we moved uh, shortly after my wife and I got married and I, I saw one driving down Hampton and I was going to the gym and my at the time was my still my first car, you know, and that thing. That thing fell apart back in 2014, but I remember seeing that car and being like, "Man, I'm gonna own one of those someday." And you know, I looked them up, and they're sixty thousand dollars. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to really put some work in to get to the point where I can even consider buying something like this." But yeah, I got that one used with about 15k miles on it, and you know, that's the perfect never been car. never been messed with, and you know, been able to do a couple of things to it, and it's it's a it is a beast of a car man that thing that that chevy 376 with that big supercharger on it you just can't beat it how do you like driving it down uh, oh no uh danny thoughts on uh, uh the i want to go see it yeah the, you can go yeah it's, well, uh, definitely uh how do you like driving it down king's highway uh Pablo's man it's plates. just i it it freaks me out king's so Highway's i don't i don't up. i don't really drive it down king's highway much <laughs> i i i stick to mackland <laughs> Oh, Ma- really? You know, Mackland and Sublet. I mean, you, have I, to, you keep it off of King's Highway. I don't. How bad I'm, King's Highway I is. get freaked out about, you know, especially after cold season in March when all the pot, you know, it's pothole season after when right. the plows have been through. I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm driving like this. I'm weaving, you know, so side if, to if side. You, if you ever do get caught slumming and you got to go by Walmart, are you, par- are you parking all the way in the even, back? Even at Schnooks, if you guys catch me at Schnooks, you, you'll know I'm all the way out. <laughs> and I've had people park next to me out there and it, it pisses me they, off. They did, that, they did that on purpose. It pisses me <laughs> off, man. No, I bet, yeah. man. That's a definitely, a, yeah. you, you love what you, your toy. See, no, now, now your wife has to kind of like be okay with that because sometimes she's riding with you, but I'm sure sometimes, she understands yeah. by now. You know, you know she's never driven that car. <laughs> Not once. She's because she can't drive. She can't drive a stick. Uh, and I don't want to teach her yeah. on it. I don't want to teach oh, her you on don't it. learn on yeah. that car. No, no. Right? So we'd have to buy something like a Cobalt or something to teach her on. I'm not I'm not blowing the clutch out on that thing. So he said she's not driving it at all. Well, she I mean, I'd be happy to let her drive it. I just don't want her smoking the clutch. You know? <laughs> uh, famous people from Afton, not named Matt Owen. Marcus Golden. Is that the football player? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did didn't he, did he go to school with you? You said so. He went to Afton, uh, class of twenty. I don't know, eleven maybe. You'd have to look it up. Marcus Golden. Is he play for uh, Arizona? Arizona. Or he's a defense. He's an outside linebacker. DN hybrid. Oh, that doesn't look like he's playing for the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, it's Marcus with a, a a K Golden, like like the color. Yeah, there he is, number one there. He's a beast, right. man. He's One of beast. our own. He's a, a beast. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, oh. you could probably probably go to his Wikipedia and find out where. Yeah, Afton High School. There you go. Nice. Looks like he play a little DN too if he wanted to. So I played against his older brother Sherman back when I played football for South, and he was a tank. His older brother was a tank. He's a big boy. He was two seventy playing running back. Oh uh, yeah, Second I would imagine round. he was the, the Sma- genetics in that yeah. family. Smash mouth football man. Also, he was uh, drafted by the Cardinals and played in New York, went back to the Cardinals. Yep, yep. And they brought him back. Speaking of people who went back to their old team, Cam Newton. Yeah. 
Yeah. He, sh- he showed out last this past Sunday. Yeah, beat a team they weren't supposed to beat. You beat, think the, his, beat the Cardinals. Do you think, do, <laughs> do you think his body's going to hold up, though? No. He, he slowed down. I, I don't expect him to. He, so he went vegan, and then his body crumbled like paper mache. Yeah. And so for guys that play football, I don't recommend. Uh, good good example of that is uh, Tony Gonzalez, who's who's a super fitness and health guy. Yeah. He, uh, he wrote books on it. Uh, he he'll tell you this. He'll tell the story about how he went vegan, lost way too much weight, couldn't uh, couldn't keep doing the things he was doing. So so he found this nice little uh, like split between pescatarian and vegan. Okay, yeah, some uh, guys do, and I know Tom Brady. Yeah, like you know Tom Brady is is that way. Um, I I feel like guys that play in that play in the high impact nature of football. There's something to be said about the like collagen that you take in when you eat meat and how it helps keep your your tendons and ligaments and cartilage viable. And I feel like if you take that away, you're way more susceptible to getting tears and all that stuff. Uh, I, since Tom Brady was brought up, and I think there was an article that he takes like 30 pills a day. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Is there a supplement or anything that you, that you would recommend uh, for a, the, the be all to end all? The be um, probably whey whey protein, which is not vegan because it's derived from milk. So um, the the stuff that we have at the the gym is super clean. There's a company called Gnarly Nutrition that that sources all their pro their their whey from grass fed you know grass fed cows and stuff like that. And they're uh, I I would say if I could take one thing, it would be that because that really gives you an edge in recovery. It helps you rebuild your muscles. Your thoughts on creatine. Fine, great. I, I I take it, you know, five times a week, yeah. once in the morning and once in the the evening, and it it does give you a little extra push when you get to those later sets. It really helps saturate those muscles with that. What do you think about a teenager taking that? Because my son had pro- approached me recently okay. about it, and I, I I don't I don't have a whole lot of knowledge with that. I never took really took supplements. So so uh, yeah, and when we're done, I can give you the name of the the brand that I use. Uh, I I think it's fine. Creatine is found naturally. Your your body makes it. So, and you, you've got three different energy systems. So your, your number one energy system, which is your, your, um, creatine phosphate energy system, eight ATP PCR, it breaks that down. And that's like what you use when you're, when you're lifting heavy. So if you're doing like real heavy lifts from the ground or any kind of resistance training, you're going to be drawing from that first energy system. So real, real heavy stuff. When you take creatine, it helps saturate your body with that creatine. So it can, has a lots of phosphate phosphocreatine to break down if that makes sense sounds like i should have been taking it a long time ago yeah it really there's all kinds of health benefits to to that stuff there's nothing really bad about it uh, we didn't know a whole lot about it back in the day but more and more studies are finding it's actually pretty healthy is steak a source or like a trigger for creatine in your body or something i so thought that 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 there ingesting is, steak has some kind of there is creatine in steak. Okay. There's creatine in, in... It's like one of the only sources for well, it, isn't it. And fish is high in it, too. Okay. Fish has a lot. So tuna, you know, tuna fish has a ton of it. So... How much uh, uh, upkeep on your education do you do? Um, well... It's, it sounds like quite a bit. So me teaching for Jim Jones, uh, you know, I'm always reading stuff online. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what the other trainers are, are doing. A lot of these big trainers, they're posting all, all these videos, all these instructional videos on, hey, you know, this is, this is Dustin Poirier's, you know, competition cycle, three-week comp cycle, getting ready to fight Conor McGregor. Like before that fight, I was really paying attention. Like what is Phil DeRue doing with him to get him ready to fight? And that's, I kind of learn by. You know, I'm a real visual guy. I learn by by watching, and I've got I've got 
a notepad in my phone full of notes for, you know, stuff like that to use with guys like Sean and my other fighters. Uh, in terms of formal education, haven't done a whole lot, but I, but I, but I do read quite a bit of, of books on training and theory. I've got books at the, at the, the gym that have Russian on the front of them. And it's like a direct translation. So some of the words, there's a lot of Russian words that don't translate to English. So it's kind of a rough kind of deal, but that's real textbook science-y kind of thing. So you're, you're just consistently learning. Oh, and, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, everyone that comes in the gym can teach me something. So, you know, I've got 15 years of working, you know, since I was 18 working with clients, basically. And even though some of them were, were my, my friends, they still taught me something. I right. still took something. They taught me. They probably helped me more than I helped them. Well, I could teach you how to fuck a buffet. Up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, uh, like I said, I obviously uh, never saw anything like uh, what I saw in your gym mm -hmm. before I went there. Uh, but I'd been in all kinds of gyms. Yep. Um, what uh, What could you tell some you know some guy in his mid twenties who thinks he's going to club fitness and uh, killing himself? Uh, what 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 could you What could you tell that guy that um, that maybe he doesn't know? Just um, uh, like areas like uh, that that he he might not be aware that he should be thinking about. Or so. With with most kids that I get in that are in their early to mid-20s, I basically tell them, you need to establish some kind of training goal. And it needs to be, there needs to be short-term goals, like something, you know, maybe personal best. You know, I'm trying to hit this number on the bar. Maybe long-term or, you know, mid-range, I'm going to try and compete and do something with this. Because if you're just coming in to, to lift, once you hit those numbers and you you attain those PRs, you're going to you're gonna take your foot off the gas. And so you need to make those short-term goals a stepping stone to something better and then maybe even longer than that you got something else down the road so and that's the biggest thing with kids these days is i'm like well you know what do you want to do well, i don't know are there uh like, <laughs> oh, well, I, find, find something i feel like i feel like a lot of your just average guy who goes to club fitness uh there's a lot of just like inline kind of like barbell type yep. stuff involved yep. not a lot of flexibility right. There's a lot of uh, areas like uh, not everybody's doing pull-ups or working their lats at all. Right. You know. Right. Um, any thoughts on like uh, uh, neglected uh, maybe styles of working out that aren't necessarily lifting that maybe average people should look into a little more? And and this is a good segue into kind of the the style that I use for some of my 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 lifters. We spend twenty percent on the top of the time working on main lifts, so variations of squat, bench, and deadlift, and we have different ways to achieve that. And we spend eighty percent of so twenty percent of the time on main lifts, eighty percent of the time on uh, accessories. So like all the little, you know, training the like front raise, the lateral raise, the hamstrings, the glutes, the reverse hyper, pushing sleds, pulling sleds, jumping. Yeah. When you, when you said different variations of yeah. uh, main lifts, you, mm -hmm. one example would be, uh, doing pushups on the band. Yep. Or, so, or, okay. so that, that falls into the accessory category. So, um, variations of main lifts. So you've got flat bench, right? Like you're talking about, you know, straight, straight up, straight bar, You've got cambered bench, so like on a like buffalo bar or a like bow bar that changes your grip. We got neutral grip bench, you know, with the like football bar that's got the, you know, those those straight deals that come down. It it changes the it changes it about ninety degrees. Uh, close grip bench, wide grip bench, incline bench, decline bench. Do you think that um that lacking in variation is how um how all these like in 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 
professional sports, you see a, you see a lot of uh, like ligament tears that I don't remember seeing a whole lot yep. of. You know, so, thirty years ago, lack of variation and lack of accessory work. Yeah, and you you, you get these non contact ACL tears like Cooper Cup a few years back for the Rams came out of a break on a route and blew his ACL out. You know, that had that little twist, wasn't getting enough hamstring work. You know, we got that uh, inverse curl. I think you've done the inverse curl over there. That's a heck of a great hamstring thing. If Had he been uh, using something like that or doing more RDLs or doing just more, more wide stance good mornings, maybe he would have been a little bit, maybe he would have been okay. So that's one way to achieve that. A lot of these guys are really hamstring weak and they're really strong on the front of their body, the anterior where their like quads are, but they just don't have the, the back end and they'd be faster too, if they would train it. Um, silent Dave, did you have any, uh, any, uh, questions for, for your, for your, uh, regimen, uh, for, for Matt Owen? <laughs> no, I don't have a fitness regimen. <laughs> we're sh- We're shocked to hear that. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Uh, uh, did you? Did you have anything else? No, no. I'm gonna get with him in a little, at some point in time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Great. I'm highly impressed with you. Like, Thank you, man. Your Thank knowledge you. and enthusiasm for what you do is. Thank is you. Very admirable. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, obviously, he knows what he's talking about. He uses a lot of words that. Uh, that no. Like, what was there was one. Uh, oh, there oh. was a, quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt, I really appreciate you being here. Of course, man. Of course, and ho- hopefully we can do this again soon. Yeah. We uh, can talk about some more stuff. You guys want to go check out his car? Oh, I definitely want to go. Yeah. Check we can go, out. yeah absolutely. Uh, appreciate you coming on and man, educating all of us. I- thank you. Thank you. Great to meet you. Yeah. Take care. Oh yeah, I'm here, Bob. My bad. Hey, sorry for the wait, my nigga. Weezy style. I'll ask you first on (laughs) on those. (laughs) This guy breaks it down to an exact (laughs) science, and then you're like, "Hey, Danny, what do you got to say about it?" Come on, Danny, let's go. That's what I was thinking. I've never seen you not have an answer. He stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going that way. Say goodbye to the old guy. Back, cause I'm too fly to ever fall off. King of my city, still running with the gritty. Looking for the crown, tell them bitches come get it. R.I.P. Bird, still rapping to the finish. Slick nigga, gifted. Hate me, but I'm still fly. God be my witness. I'm just so fresh. Ladies love me to death. Mommy, take those clothes off. I wanna see you up in this dress. Blessed by the most high. Mountaintop, no downslide. You ride, I ride, together we fly. Most these niggas living, but they living the lie. Take the deep end, gon' peep in. Taking overseas and see they need some shine. I'ma gon' shine, leave these niggas blind. Word to the prayer hands tatted on my kids' minds. Firstborn, I'm proud of you, dude. If I was you, I'd be mad at me too. But life goes on when it's a spiritual move. Gotta rely on your vision. I'm in it, won't leave until they know the real me. All love, no hate. Let niggas eat off my plate. Now they wanna.